Judy and today we have the King of Loans, Michael Hector. What's happening? Yeah, right. yeah, I'm good one. I'm good. Yeah, all yeah. good. Yeah, all good. All now, good. cheers for coming. Uh, you're down at Fulham, so it's only it's only local, not a far one for you to travel. How's the season been treating you? Yeah, no, the season's been yeah, it's been a bit bit mad, but yeah, for for us, it's just that uh, our objective was to stay in the league, obviously, but. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough, a tough season because obviously the teams in the league are, are got good quality. Yeah. Obviously, coming from the champ, it's a it's a big step up in uh, how how teams are more clinical and and stuff like that. But yeah, for us, it's it's a challenge that we want. I hear that. I hear that. Um, what's it like? Like, obviously, you said it's a big step up. What are the major differences? You said clinical, but can every champ team come up and? you know, stamp their mark. Obviously, we saw Sheffield United and that do a bit last year. Is that what you're not trying to do, trying to replicate? But they're struggling this year. Yeah, no, that's, for me, it's it's a league where if you defend well, you limit your, the teams to less chance. If you don't make many mistakes, then I think you do well. I think Sheffield United, their first season, were unbelievable defensively. Like, their record was was up there with yeah. one, one of the best teams. And um, for me, obviously, obviously, they don't score many goals, so they can't concede many. So yeah. I think that's why probably this season they're, they're struggling because obviously they've conceded a bit more goals than they had yeah, in the previous year. But yeah, for me, the Premier League compared to the champ, you've got a lot, hell of a lot of match winners on the <laughs> pitch. And yeah, every team has, has, a, has a match winner and well, maybe world-class player as well in that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's the most exciting league in the world for a reason because there's goals and there's, there's exciting players yeah. all the time. So yeah. Anyway, let's let's talk about you, yeah. yeah. Um, you're an East London guy, isn't it? Yeah. You're into grime and that. I'm into. To be fair, I'm into a little bit of grime, a little oh. bit of grime. But as I as you get older, yeah, you kind of like put, yeah, out, you kind of yeah. pull away, and you obviously I've got kids now, so can't really listen to some of the stuff in the car because obviously you got <laughs> you got to listen to some of the the nursery rhymes and stuff like that. But yeah, no, for me, what was growing up like in East? Like me growing up in South, you know, you hear East like they're doing. They doing the kidnappings. They're doing the. Did you like not experience it, but were people around you that were involved in that sort of things? Yeah, for for me, me personally, like sport was a big part of my life. So obviously, in a in the winter, I played football. In yeah. the in the summer, I played cricket because of my dad. And yeah, obviously, growing up, my, some of the people I went to school with, uh, yeah, got into things that are not so good, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's part of life in London. I think you 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 it's on your doorstep. You can't really get away from it. So, so you just gotta make the right decisions and and make sure you're not not in the the wrong place at the yeah, wrong time. I hear that, so I hear that. um, cricket. Surely you must have got banded for that. Kai. You can't go from you know like East London yeah. ha- housing estates and then kind nah, of like cricket for, green and that. Nah, for for me, I think because of uh, my dad was such a big. Uh, personality in the community Okay That It kind of just Because he played cricket Growing up It kind of just like Yeah I, I didn't really get banned from it Really as much As in the, the boys Because sometimes In the summer They would play Depending on like The Caribbean background And stuff oh, okay, That's, okay, that's yeah. the roots and stuff So Obviously they had it In their household So For me growing up It wasn't really bantered 
the school I went to was mostly Asian, so I heard they that. they played they love cricket uh, in their country. So for me, it was a thing where that was the sport they liked most: cricket in my school and football. Obviously, it's a national sport. So, yeah. but yeah, I think maybe more when I went to a borough, I got abandoned. I played for my <laughs> borough, and I, I got abandoned. But in my school, it was calm because most of them they liked cricket. Yeah, um, you started off with like the foot, the Millwalls and the Forex, like. No academy stuff. Did you did you play grassroots like local Sunday teams and that? Yeah, no. Like my obviously my first team was like Royal Falcons. That's like Beckton Way. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I, obviously, I played them. They didn't have a year my age when I first started, so I played them my brother's year. And um, yeah, just got into football that way. And then obviously when I come out of Millwall, I went to Pro Star. Yeah. Um, another big like big team in obviously East London and like the Echo League and stuff like that okay. and. Yeah, it was for me. It was grounding to to obviously play Sunday League. Obviously, being in academy to then go back to Sunday League was tough. But for me, uh, playing with my friends, just enjoying football again, was was important for me at that stage as well. Yeah, I find a lot of a lot of parents don't understand that kids need to make friends because when you go into academies, there's they're not your friends. Yeah. You only see them twice a twice a week. Whereas Sundays, it could be like your neighbour, it could be people from school and that. But um, I read somewhere that. You didn't like, go through scholarships. You went, you played like non-league, then you went straight to pro. Yeah. Was that like a big jump? Did you, could you handle it? No, for, for me, it was, it benefited me because it wasn't like fake football. Like for me, I, I think youth team football was a bit fake in okay. the way that like people are doing cross turns on the edge of the box and like keepers trying to like nutmeg the striker, come into press and, and things like that. And obviously going into non-league, uh, when I went, when I signed for Redden, I went alone to a non-league team. Yeah. You had a men's change room. Same in your old, you know, men's changing room. These people's bonuses are paying for like bills, water bills, or paying off some of their mortgage. And yeah. it's like, if you don't get this win bonus, I'm going to fight you kind of thing. And yeah. it was like, yeah, it was a bit nerve wracking, but it benefited me to, to, to make me man up and realize how lucky I am to be in the professional setup because of what people are going through in obviously in a non league basis. So, do you think like in the in the scholarship and the academies, do you think that results don't really matter? It's all about developing, you know, the few players they could bring up to the first team. Yeah, no, for, for sure, for sure. Obviously, obviously, you're trying to build winners. That's that's for the academies to think. But for me personally, all they need is one or two players to make it through that group. Yeah, and they've done unbelievable. And yeah. and I think that's the motivation for the teams. They're they're using the youth team to produce for the first team. The first the first team is the pinnacle of the club. That's yeah. what make that's what runs the club. If the first team's doing well, then everything else gets the benefits and the rewards. And the youth team is obviously just a product of that for them to obviously make it into the first team. And that's the be all and end all is to play in the first team for yeah. the youth team players. They're not thinking about oh, I've done well in the F Youth Cup. You want to do well in the youth cup um, yeah. in the FA Cup and that's that's the pinnacle. I hear that. Um you said um he was in like a men's change room at seventeen especially non-league, like coming from like Reading, where it's, everything's done for you, to non-league where it's it's cold and shower might not be working. Like, Wash how your do you handle it? And stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah. Bring no, it's for me, it was, obviously because I've not, obviously because I was in Sunday League, so I was still doing that up until when I obviously went to college and then obviously went to Reading. So for me, I was used to it kind of thing. So it wasn't like a big like shock to me, but, a lot of players, obviously, when I was at Reading, they were like, "Why are you going to the like? Why are you going to them teams? Why? Because yeah. obviously, some of the boys, obviously, with England and stuff like that, and like their first loan is like a champ team, or okay. their first loan is a league top of League One or stuff like that, and yeah. you're I'm playing in like 
Ryman, not even Ryman Prem, it was like a lower than Ryman Prem. Oh, serious? So it was like me, just to, it was a local team just to play games. Yeah. And for me, I was like, I'm learning because the ball's up in the air. I've got to win a header and stuff like that. And and for me then, that's what I needed. You needed to tough one up and get elbowed in the face off the ball stuff and, and to learn your skills on loan. And a lot of players, obviously in the youth team, they don't learn that. They don't know how to like the combat skills. So yeah. when you go to like the top level, these players are doing it to a to but to another level, and they're good in their feet as well. So, for me, it was yeah, it was a big big. It's a, um, that's a sh- good way of putting it. To be fair, the combat sports and stuff, and obviously non-league is like mm. head tennis in it, and being a defender, you must have loved it. How did the um? Don't know if you can remember that far back. How did the the team take you? Did they? think oh we've got a young lad from Reading he's going to do it all for us or did you have to like show you can prove yourself at that standard yeah no my first the first loan I went to they were like good guys cool guys I think it was one of the I'm trying to think what loan it was where it's like I basically had to earn my straps kind of thing they were like on me from day one I got on the minibus they were like trying to like banter me and stuff like that <laughs> my boots and little things where yeah. it's like it's gonna happen like young player coming into a men's change room you're gonna get Bannered, you're gonna get, but it's like how you respond to it. Yeah, are you gonna like fold and like go in your show, or are you gonna like banner them back, or like not let it affect you on the pitch? And for me, that was a big thing where, yeah, that was more of my growing up where you, nothing's given to you, you got you got to earn it kind yeah. of thing. And yeah, for me, going to like obviously these non-league loans, it, it toughens you up. It makes you. Make makes you when you go back to Reading. I want to stay here. I don't want to go back on loan <laughs> because this is this is a bit mad. Like I want to like have my kit washed. I want to have the the nice food and stuff like that yeah. after games and stuff like that. And yeah, then obviously non league. Obviously then was not as professional. It's now it's the training. Most teams are training full time and stuff like yeah. that. But it's there. They're training maybe once a week. If that. Did you have to go to training? No, that was the one thing I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have to train. Just come to the game. So yeah, for me that was probably the one good thing but yeah so it sounds like that first loan molded you to stay in the football league and stay a pro how did the ready move come about i know you said you went to college but how did it actually yeah it was actually mad because uh obviously i was at um like a college scholarship uh yeah. um set up and we used to play against academies like the guy in charge jimmy gilligan he's got connections with the fa and stuff like that so we used to play against tottenham watford all these good academies we ended up playing against Reading and I was playing centre mid that game and the centre-back got injured. So I, was, I thought I was playing all right. And then obviously I moved to centre-back, had a better, even better game. Oh, decent. And f- for some reason, like there was a wonder kid at the time, Jordan Abia, he was playing in that game. Okay. So you had all like the first team manager, director of football, all these people that were watching this game, which never would have been watching this game unless this guy was playing, watched the game and they said, yeah, we like the look of, of me. Can we take? Can we have a look at you on trial? So from there, it was just yeah, it was a bit mad that Happy everything days. happened. That so you saying you pocketed their star player and then got a no, move. I didn't pocket him, but he's just <laughs> lucky that he was on the pitch at the time. So obviously they were obviously watching the game because normally it was like a Wednesday, like a, it was like a reserve youth team game. So he was like fifteen or fourteen at the time playing with the eighteens okay. against us again. So it was like a nothing game for them, but it was because he was playing. They wanted to look at him and and see how he was Courtney doing. Right. Yeah, and so must have done. What's it done? Right. Better than all right. Yeah, no, for, for me, I, obviously playing centre back, I didn't really like playing centre back at them them times. And yeah, for me, I went to play centre mid. So I was like fuming a bit 
So probably that probably made me more aggressive because I was angry that yeah. I got moved back to centre back when I was playing a right uh, centre mid. So but you're a centre back now. Yeah, it's mad. So it's just stuck. Yeah. Um. So you get signed by Reading. Dad's buzzing, or did he want you to be a cricketer? Nah, nah. My, to be fair, from from early, I told my dad that I, I can't play cricket. Like it's, I love like I love watching the the 2020 and stuff like that. The the smaller format, but the longer. It goes yeah. on. It, it, Test yeah. Nah, for me, it's not. It's not. It's not for me. And to be fair to him, like he was good. Like he loved sports anyway. So he wanted me just to be happy as a kid growing up. I played all sports. Like my family, we was like competitive in that way. And um, yeah, for him, he just wanted me to to be the best I could be at anything. That's decent. Um, when you sign, move from East all the way out to Reading country digs. basically yeah, digs. Dig straight dig how did you deal with that would you have you got the experience not experience were you used to you know fending for yourself obviously all they do is cook for you in that yeah. but the rest of the stuff uh to be fair i enjoyed it i i liked it because it's basically like you got your room and you can basically do what you want to a certain extent to like you can stay up late if you want to stay up yeah. you can like you can go out obviously come back at a certain time but yeah for me yeah, I enjoyed moving out of the house and going to digs from from for for any. Even though it was like still probably like an hour and a half, if that, on the train and stuff like that. But yeah, for me, it's like like growing up again. I can I can go do what I need to do. My friends going to town if you want to go into yeah. town. Little things where it's at home. It's kind of like you need to do this kind of like they're not strict, but they were always wanting me to do something. Like, Straight are away. you are you not, like as soon as I leave school? Okay, what are you doing? You going to college? You going? Are you going to work? Like yeah. that was basically what I had to do. I couldn't be like chill or anything. It's either you have a study, or you gonna get a job. So, yeah, for me, obviously, to then get signed by Redden, it was kind of like <sighs> got a bit of freedom. Yeah, now I can express myself playing football, which is a, is my job. But also now I can chill with my friends and stuff like that. Little. Uh, decent, decent. Um, I experienced that at uni. Like my dad was on me. Got yeah. to uni, I was like, oh, can't chat yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm moving away. Just, just, just doing your own thing, like you say, doing your own thing. Um, when, when you're at Red and you're established, how do they approach you with the loans? Like, obviously, you've done the 17 year old one. Yeah. Come back, done, done well enough. Mm. The next loans to Barnet. Uh no, I went Ireland before Barnet. Oh, whoa! Yeah, that was this one was a bit mad because it was just basically like I got called. I think it was like a Monday or Tuesday by that like, the chief scout. He don't scout like scout me, Steve Shorey, yeah. and he's like, "You got a passport?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, why?" He's like, "Well, you need to grab it. You're going Ireland." So he like, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like put to me as in like, "Well, how do you feel about Barnet? Um, how do you feel about Ireland?" It was like, "Yeah, you're going Ireland on loan." And to be fair, I trusted him because okay, of like yeah. his experience. So I just thought, you know what, like Ireland League, this, like, this, it's a new challenge. I played there before, obviously different, obviously it's the same language and stuff, but it's just different culture, the way they do things. So yeah. I, I thought, why not? It's, it'd be better than playing obviously non-league. And obviously if you do well, they go into Europe and stuff like that. So yeah, so then... Like the Wednesday, I was on a flight, already like signing to to go and learn there till for the half the season. What was that like compared to English football? As you said, it's a different culture, different style. Is it better? Is it a good standard? Yeah, it's a better it's a better standard that they get credit for. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was like that is where the banter levels from like non-league 
Irish boys are crazy. Like <laughs> they had like boys. This was like just outside of Dublin, the okay, team. Yeah. So they had obviously boys from Dublin and they come and just like, they're like Londoners. They just kind of just mess up the place. They just, and that's when I was like, that's when I grew up kind of thing. Cause that's when I moved in with like an experienced English player and we obviously rented a flat. So that was like when I first had to cook for myself, clean yeah. and stuff like that. And that was like the f bit where I was like, I grew up. That was the long where I was like, I had to become kind of a man now because I had to pay bills and stuff like that, which before I didn't have a clue. What's the um, first meal you cooked? Chicken and pasta and it was so bad. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, for me, I, I can't cook. I'm not going to lie, I'm not, I'm not a great cook. So yeah, the chicken and pasta was dry. I just made sure I had to wash everything. I was obviously talking to my mum. She's like, make sure you wash everything. Da, yeah, da, 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 yeah. And then, yeah, nah, it didn't come out well. So yeah, I ended up getting a takeaway. Would you, if Reading said, oh, Ireland, you're doing well in Ireland, would you stay out? Would you have stayed out there? Not pro not permanently, but extended your loan? Yeah, no, because we got to like, obviously before I got injured there, um, we got to like a final of uh, like, it's like Northern Ireland and Republic of Ireland, like a cup. Yeah. So we got to the, it's like, that's like League Cup basically. So we got to the final there of that and then we was doing well in the league. And then, um, yeah, for me, I would have stayed until the end of the season. But then obviously I got injured and that's like a summer league. Yeah. So it was basically I got injured just before like the boys finished for the season. So then I was basically there up until November. That's when I come back fit. And then obviously I went to Barnet from there. I was Barnet. So yeah. wait, wait, so before you answer that, so you got you come back fit and then they're like, yeah, we're shipping you out again. Yeah. Are so, you thinking, are you starting to think, right, did they not want me here? Or? No, for, for me, like... I'm just taking this as like, I'm playing games. Like, I'm playing games. This is, like, for me, I never, I hated sitting around. I hated just like, you know them players that like, yeah, I'm a part of Reading. I'm yeah. Reading, Reading first team player, but I've not played any games. I'm I'm the player that, okay, yeah, I'm associated to Reading. That's my club, but I want to play games. So when I am ready to play, I'm ready. Yeah. Like, I know my game. Whereas players don't know their game. They're like... They play youth team games, but when they go in a first team environment, it's totally different. Like the environment is totally different and it's either sink or swim. I think and that's the thing. A lot of people obviously sink because they've not been in that men's environment and it's brutal. Like it is brutal. Do you not to say not to name names, you know a few boys like that, or are all your boys as determined as you to play? No, like they obviously the boys I knew I grew up with, they wanted to play, but they didn't want to do the and the 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 non-league route they wanted to go like obviously if they've played for England and the boys are going their first loan from Arsenal or Chelsea going to the, a top champ team or yeah. uh, top of league one where they're like going to win every game they're going to yeah. like, have possession and stuff they're seeing that and they're thinking ah, I can't go now to a conference team I can't go to a conference south team because obviously they're going to go to their camp and get like bantered yeah. so it's a bit of an ego thing but for me, I was just thinking like, this is my one opportunity to play football. It may not be the level I want to play at the moment, but if I keep playing and just, and all my loans, I was just doing that. Gradually, gradually, each loan. And, I can see that from research. Yeah, no, it is, yeah. <laughs> but back then it was the month loan, so you could oh, do okay. that. Yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. like, you have to do six months. It's crazy now. The, the, the rule changes now are hard now for a, a young player because now it's like, you go into a club, you've got to hit the ground running. Sure, Don't hit the ground yeah. running they'll send you back or three months in loads of loans now are getting cancelled as you can see because it's like you can't Stop, do them yeah. yeah 
you know, what you signed up for and stuff like that. So yeah, for me, it was it was lucky that I had the month loan system back then where I can keep just climbing the league, climbing the league, do well. Team looks at you, oh yeah, we'll take him. And that's how, that's how you do it. Get your name out there. No, I hear that. Um, at Barnet, your first, say, English pro loan, were you ready to go? Were you buzzing? Yeah, I could, to be fair, it's only bottom of, bottom of League Two. So <laughs> like, it was just basically like, so fight for survival from the start as soon as I got in there. Yeah. And it was just like, the manager, I think two centre-backs come on loan. Me and a guy from West Brom. And uh, he basically said like, hey, you're going to play. Because we're struggling. Yeah, because yeah. we're, we're struggling. Yeah. We're going to play and and just like, just enjoy it. Like obviously don't like try and make, make mistakes. And he was just like so laid back. So that kind of energy, I was thinking like, oh, like, there was no like pressure, like, oh, you need to do this, you yeah, need to yeah. do that. And it was kind of like, just express yourself. And that's what we did. And um, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was, I enjoyed it. Obviously being in London as well. So yeah, I, I could stay at my parents and obviously get trained to the training ground. So it was good. Decent. Um, Was you there when it was a new training ground, the old, the old one? The new training at the Hive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. So it was all like top specs. Yeah, stuff. it was all nice. That's what I mean. It was going to, yeah, the only thing you had to wash your kit, but everything else was top. Yeah. And like, obviously you got the national teams come and train there and stuff so it was yeah what sort of team I know Brazil training there Brazil, was Sweden there. I think and some a few others yeah trained like when we was there sometimes so how long was you at Barnet for still the month thing uh, no that was to the end of the season so that was uh, I think I got there November time all the way to the end of the season keep them up yeah we stayed up last game of the season decent yeah it was decent. mad yeah so it was good you proper helped them yeah it was yeah the manager got sacked though four games to go and then we got Martin Allen and Great, like, I heard he's a madman. Yeah, this guy is yeah different level. Like he, he kind of like just uh, for me, he got onto me. So the first away trip was at Southend, and uh, he basically, I was sleeping at the back of the bus. He woke me up <laughs> from my sleep. It's like you're the youngest on the bus. Tea's for everyone. Like if everyone wants a tea, you make the tea. I was thinking that. Like obviously been bannered before in non-league, but. Yeah. No one's made me do teas or anything. So are you thinking? Oh, I'm I'm a ready. Yeah, boy I'm yet. like I've, no, but I know, I know. I wasn't thinking that, but I was thinking like I'm playing that week in week out yeah. now. Uh, no one's like since I've been here. If obviously if this happened on the first week, then I would have think okay, okay, okay this okay, is yeah. normal. But I thought nah, he's bantering surely. And then the words are no, no, no. You have to make the teas. So obviously I made the teas and that. Uh, all the teas for everyone, and then obviously we play the game. I get dragged that game after thirty minutes. Why? Uh, like uh, guy scored three goals from set pieces wasn't my man but he dragged me after 30 minutes and then a shit tea then isn't it yeah <laughs> that's what everyone's saying but yeah no it was mad and like after that so he was on me that, that that week then after this after he dragged me he was like the, my best mate so he's like kind of tried to break me yeah, and then like um, and then I played like decent from after the next three games we stayed we win two draw one and we stay up Better, better. So it was good, yeah. So you go back to Reading with your head held, head held high. Do you finally play for Reading? Or does that no. is that more loans after this? Yeah, I'll go Shrewsbury, League One. So you're stepping up. Yeah, so now I've stepped up. They've they got promoted, I think, that year. So um yeah. I go to Shrewsbury, League One, and then that doesn't really work out because the manager wanted me to stay. That was another thing. The manager wanted me to stay to the end of the season. And then like I wanted to move to another team. I wanted to do another step yeah, up yeah. again. 
And because uh, Renan, I think Renan just got promoted to the Prem. So okay. I thought, oh, okay, if I can go to the champ now, <laughs> then if they come down, then I could, I've got the experience ready. Yes, yes. So the managers put out that I've got a bad attitude and, and what, stuff like that. Because you said you didn't want to Yeah, stay. because I didn't want to, I didn't want to sign. They wanted me to sign to the end of the, end of the season. But I said, no, I want to only do what we said, six months. Yeah. So he's counseled the loan. He's, he stopped me from playing, counseled my loan. So no team would touch me. I had to go all the shot who again, the bottom of League Two again. So I did, I think two months there and then moved to Cheltenham that were like top of uh, League League Two that season. Did did that kind of break you? Because you're not, like you're thinking, yeah, I'm doing my thing playing and then this guy's come out of nowhere and said, I've got a bad attitude, but yeah. all I want to do is play. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. But then I saw the, the other side of football in it where it was like, you know, like once someone says one bad thing about you, it can just spread. Like, yeah. even though it's not true. Yeah. So that's when I realised, I was like, wow, like, opinions matter. Like, no matter who it is, it can affect you. So for me, I just kind of just thought, all right, from now on, don't say anything. Just basically, like, keep your head down, work hard, and, like, just do what you was doing before. Like, don't try to, don't try to say, oh, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that. Just say, okay, the club will do with it, or yeah. stuff like that. Don't, like, get involved with a, like that type of conversation again. So then... Obviously, I went to Aldershot and then to Cheltenham and then finished the season off like that. But the way the season was going, I started pre-season. With the, I was with the first team at yeah, Reading. Yeah. Like, did well. Was that your first time with the first team? No, I've been training that? with the first team, but this is like the first time where I played the game. So with the first team pre-season. Okay. So it was like, everything was looking good. And, and the then, Prem boys and... Yeah, so now they're in the Prem. So I'm thinking, ah, <laughs> the night balls and I was thinking, yeah, <laughs> this is like, it's decent. But obviously went to Shrewsbury thinking, ah, kick on again. And then... Yeah, it was a bit, yeah, that was a big like eye opener to be like, okay, opinions are a big thing in football. And because the manager at the time was like a big name yeah. that come down okay. to Shrewsbury. So as soon as he would say something, it's right. Like everyone's yeah. going to go along with it. So all the all the loans that I, I could have had up just all disappeared and only all the shot would take me. How did you, how did you find out that he said you got a bad attitude? The guy from uh, Reading, Steve Shorey, said, oh, what's this I'm hearing? Like, obviously, he was surprised. He was yeah. saying, like, what's this I'm hearing that you've got a bad attitude, not training properly, this and other. And I'm like, nah, this is not true. Like, I'm, like, training hard. I want to play, like... Did your head go a little bit or... Not really, because I, at that time, at that time, I just wanted... I had, like, one goal in my head. I wanted to play for Reading first team, innit? So I just thought, right, I'm going to prove to you that my attitude or the next club I go to, that my attitude is fine. And the manager was like, the manager was surprised. He said, like, the Aldershot manager at the time, because he's like, oh, I heard all this about you. Wow, spread like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so what do they do? They must send out like a fax or a text. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But don't touch a lot of, I found out like later on, I was like, how does it work? Because they just say, oh, so obviously, if a team wants to sign you, they'll obviously go to your teams before you've been oh, at. Okay. I'd be like, oh, what's. What's heck like? Yeah. What's he like? Around the two? What's he like this and, and stuff like that? And obviously he must have just gave some mad uh, reference about me. So That's mad. Like managers are out here just literally ruin, trying to ruin players' careers. No, but, that, but that's why I didn't get just because I didn't want to like, didn't want to stay until the end of the season. And he was just like, and then I didn't, and I wasn't playing well as well at the time. Yeah. So I started well and then I wasn't playing well because obviously all this was going on yeah. and then come out of the team and then it was just basically like, yeah, we don't want you. You can you cancel your loan. You can go back to Reading. Knowing knowing what you know now, if he asked you, again, if that situation happened again, what would you have said? Speak to the club. I said like, 
I'm just here to like, I'm just basically just here to do my job and it's out of my hands, which it is kind of at, at really and truthfully, it is out of my hands because I could say, I want to stay. Like the in club. Scotland, I wanted to stay. Yeah. And the club said, no, 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 no. We want you to come back and, and be with the first team. Okay. So that it happens like that. So really and truthfully, especially a loan situation, it's not in the player's hands, really. Yeah. It's the club that has the final say. But he, he kind of went around it sneakily because he should have went to the club and said, I want it. Yeah, and that's they what could have come to you. Yeah. Rather than putting it all on you and you're still young. And especially, yeah, young, like, young shoulders, you're thinking like, just be honest. I, I, everyone's telling me, just be honest. Be honest, be honest. Yeah. But now it's like, do you be honest? It's hard to, game, yeah. Bro. And that's the thing now. People play the game. People will tell you what you want to hear and then go another way and you're thinking, oh, but you told me you wanted to stay. And then next thing you know, I sign somewhere. And it, it look, but that looks bad on me as well. Facts, yeah. So for me, like, I'm happy that I was honest with him because then it shows your true colours at the end of the day. So, No, I hear that, I hear that. Um, how many games did you play for Reading before Chelsea came knocking? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, probably like one and a half seasons, maybe. Okay, so you actually... Was it before so that was my first full season at a club. Uh, before you got established as a Reading first team player, how many more loans did you go on? So after Shrewsbury, then it was Aberdeen. Oh, so obviously after Shrewsbury, it was Aldershot, then Cheltenham, went back pre-season, and then I went Aberdeen. And then after Aberdeen, that's when I become into the first team set up. And in, in Scottish football, their fans are kind of mad yeah like, it's mad how did you acclimatise to the weather food language all of that stuff because obviously you've been to Ireland before yeah. but Ireland's are kind of like nah, London Aberde Aber Aberdeen was like it's an unbelievable city like I was shocked like and the Scottish football in Scotland is yeah. massive yeah so obviously you're thinking oh Scottish football it's not going to be like but it's done exactly the same as obviously like the Premier League here but just obviously people Smaller in Scotland scale, yeah, yeah. But you're but, going there and everyone knows you. Like you're walking through town, everyone knows yeah, you. Yeah, Aberdeen, but that's Aberdeen because Aberdeen is like, it's a one team in the yeah, city, yeah. isn't it? So it's like, you, you try and order, like I tried to order, I think it was like pizza or something. And they're like, should you be eating this kind of thing? And it's like, <laughs> them type of things I've never like, experienced before. Yeah. So I'm thinking, nah, I can't even, like, what can I do now? I can't do much. Like, if you go out, are people watching you? That's what you're thinking. And it's just like, I've never had that before. So, that was a bit where it was kind of like, oh, now you've got to be a little bit more professional in what you do. And um, yeah. Any slip-ups? Not not like in, not in a way where it, it was detrimental to me, but um, yeah, no, the weather was mad there. So cold in Aberdeen. Like up, when you got up there, it's, it's does mad. That, does that affect your performance? Like you're not used to it? Nah, I don't like the cold anyway, so I just wrap up. But yeah, no, nah, for me... It, the weather shouldn't really affect your performance. Like even in training, I know people that that could have played football at a decent level, but they're going in the change room, it's freezing, they're going home dirty and all of this stuff and they're just sacked off ball. But imagine you like, cool, so you're going into training, it's blizzards outside, you're wrapped up, but you're still freezing. Surely you're thinking this is long. Yeah, nah, for, for me, it's like, in a way you're like, like my toes, it's, when my toes go cold, then my head is gone because yeah. you're thinking someone's going to step on your toes. It's kind of one of them ones when it's yeah. like, but you have one goal. Like I had one goal. I'm thinking I need to do well. Like every, every line I've been to, I'm like, I need to do well because my goal is to play for Reading first team. So like, if I don't, if I'm not playing here, how am I going to play for Reading? 
How am I going to play at Reading? So, yeah, I hate the cold, but I've got in my head that I need to do well. Like, I'm blitz, but I need to do well. And one of them ones where you just wear two, I, wear, I was wearing two socks. I was wearing <laughs> boots too big for me in training with two <laughs> pairs of socks, gloves, two pairs of gloves, snood, hat, everything. And but in helps. the game, but in the game, obviously, I, for some reason, I never wore gloves in the game. Like, I had like in my head, I can't wear gloves. Yeah. Centre back can't wear gloves. Got to be hard as nails, isn't it? Try and be, yeah. Well, I hear that. And then, obviously, you played season and a half at Reading. How did that Chelsea thing come about? Uh, it was like, to be fair, I was meant to go Palace. What, you so they put Chelsea and Palace? No, so basically, uh, I was meant to go Palace, that, that transfer window, but at the start of the window. Okay. And uh, Reading wanted me to be loaned back, but Palace wanted me to go there. Uh, obviously, um, permanently, like to to play for them. Yeah. And then I think Reading finally agreed, like basically deadline day. So then they told me, okay, the Palace deal's done, the medical and stuff. Yeah. Uh, to be loaned back till Jan or something like that. And then obviously I'm I'm at uncle's house that's close to it's like Bromley way. It's like the, yeah, that way. Yeah. Um. Uh, we stayed there. So then we're gonna go in the medical in the morning. My dad gets a call, he comes out the room, comes back and he's like, do you want to hear the good news or the bad news? I was like, uh, give me the bad news first because yeah. then the good news would like cheer you up. He's like, you might not be signing for Palace. So I was like, so where's the good news coming? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's another team. He's like, oh, you never guess. So, or did you uh, list through the whole? No, no, teams? no. So I'm a Chelsea fan. So okay, I've gone okay. like, I've gone like, oh, okay, yeah, Chelsea. He like, yeah. I was like, nah, yeah. Chelsea, you might, yeah, 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 Bannery, Bannery, yeah. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, Chelsea's just on, on the phone. They want to obviously do the deal tonight and then obviously the medical tomorrow. So obviously I was like, nah, 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 nah. You can't like, you're, you're like, seriously. He's like, yeah, yeah. We've got, so my dad and my brother and my uncle drove to like Stanford Bridge done the deal yeah and then obviously I had the medical the next day but obviously Palace didn't know this wow. so now obviously I got Alan Pardew at the time as the manager he's calling to say like what's going on yeah why are you not at the medical kind of thing and then obviously I was like oh, what, calling I need to, you or calling, your... calling my dad yeah but obviously my dad's like you need to talk to him because you're a man you need to talk to him because you need to say what's going on so I was <laughs> like on, I was thinking, I'm thinking like I'm thinking in my head though I was thinking wait I thought this was told to him already. Yeah, I thought like, it was all like... Why is your dad throwing you under the bus? No, like, no, he's but... He's got the call... Wait, wait, wait. He's got the call to say, rah, like, you, you might but be you down need, Palace, yeah. but you need to speak to him. It was like, no, I would have been like, dad, deal with that. No, but I think it was a good, good decision because it was like, it's my it's my call. At the end of the day, it's my call what team I... Now I've got two teams. It's, it's my call what team I pick. Obviously, uh, I listen to my parents and people around me, but yeah. it's my call, so... It shouldn't be coming from my dad. It should be coming from me. I hear that. So when he, I, I was thinking similar in my head. I was thinking, surely someone should have spoke to yeah. him already. But then I was thinking, like after, I was thinking, no, nah, he's done the right thing to hand me the phone and me talk to him, like man to man, and be like, this was, is my reasons. Was it an easy conversation to have, or was he pissed? Uh, he took it very well, but he was angry at the same time because obviously. He was obviously telling me that you're, you're, you're hearing it from the manager, you're going to play if you come here. Like, Chelsea, you're not sure if you're going to play. And I was just said, it's my team, I support growing up. Like, I can't turn this move down. No chance. I said, like, I said to him, like, if, you, if, it's, your, if it's your dream, if it's your dream move, your team, you support growing up, and they, and they come to you, 
Are you going to turn it down? No. I don't think no one in the world would. And the money's long. <laughs> Everyone thinks that, but it's yeah, listen, it's football. Listen, it's, football. it's Chelsea, though, isn't it? It's yeah, but it's football. I think Chelsea any, under any Jose, money's long, <laughs> and all you got in Palace under Pardew. It's different, but yeah, it's different. But the money's long. You ain't gonna admit it, but the money's yeah. long. But yeah, no, nah, I, I rate that. I rate that. Um, Chelsea, you, yeah, your team you support, you must be absolutely buzzing. Yeah, well, it was mad. Like, obviously, I went obviously there at the training ground training grounds like the first time I actually gone into the training ground you've yeah. been there like to play academy yeah. and stuff but the first time I went in there and I was just like this is mad the chefs behind like what do you want to eat stuff like that like it's just like it's another level like Reading wasn't um, like the, the, the chef and that Reading was good and he come from Chelsea but then it went to like 10 times that and it was just like basically whatever you could think of is there and it's just like yeah then obviously I met Mourinho and he was just like, yeah, just work hard. Obviously, Reading want you to obviously go back there. So you go back there pre-season. You go, obviously, come back with us after the loan. And then you work to break into the first team here. And then he gets sacked. And then it was just like... <laughs> but he's dropped in another loan. Another yeah, loan back to Reading. So, yeah. Is, but you're comfy there, isn't it? Like... Yeah, no, for me, it was... Uh, yeah, it was weird because the manager that I love playing for, Steve Clark. He then gets sacked, I think, November time. So and he we was at Chelsea, innit? Yeah, so he, that's what... And then I spoke to him. He's the one who kind of uh, lined up the move because obviously okay. speaking with... I spoke highly of, of me to Chelsea and and, he, and I kind of knew there was something wrong like or something up, especially me moving because at the start of the season, he said to me, like, he pulled me in his office. He said, I was going to make you captain, but I'm going to make you vice captain and you'll see why, obviously, in the weeks to come. So I was thinking in my head, like, what, was, what do you mean? You haven't made me captain or you like, yeah. you don't, like, you don't say. Well, how old are you at this time? Uh, 23. And, he's, and he was willing to make yeah. you captain. That's... So for me, it was a big, like, big honour, like, to obviously captain yeah. Redden and that. But yeah, it was, and obviously now, then I realised it's because Palace were all, I was meant to move to Palace okay. permanently. Yeah. But then obviously they wanted me to come back on loan. That's another reason why, because he wanted me, he felt we had a squad good enough to obviously go uh, get promoted. Back to Chelsea move. So your first day there, how do you know like how do you know where to go? Like where to sit in the change room and stuff? Is it all laid out for you or is it? Yeah, so that obviously I went on loan, then come back. Um actually my loan got cut, cut short at Reading. So obviously I, I started the back end of the season when I think Hiddink was the manager. Okay. So yeah, everything like the keep that someone meets you, someone met me because it's my first day at the door like play liaison and took me to where I needed to go showed me like everywhere that like, you need to go like obviously the gym and stuff yeah. like that because obviously you have a tour when when I got signed but it's so big that you I didn't have a clue where um, everything was so um, yeah and then after that trained with the first team and I it was good like, it was surreal kind of thing because it's the like, players I grew up watching like John Terry and that yeah. are there now and you're training with them so it was yeah it was crazy starstruck yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was a little bit, but then obviously when you start training, that goes out the window. Obviously, when you when you're sitting down speaking to them, you're kind of like, <sighs> because I'm a, I'm a, I was a big Chelsea, uh, I was a big Chelsea fan. Like growing up, before I got into football, like I was diehard. Like it was crazy. Like <laughs> what, when you're growing posters up, posters on your wall and that. Bed not posters on the wall, but you know the ones you, I'm always getting into arguments in school oh, above okay, a football. Okay. You know the ones where it's just like everything affects you. Like if they lose, you're yeah, angry, and yeah. yeah. Little things like that, and it was just like, um, 
yeah, obviously now, nowadays I'm more chill because obviously you're in the industry and, and stuff like that. And it kind of like, not pulls it away from you, but the teams you go to, you kind of feel a little bit. So every loan I've been on, I kind of look at the results for the teams because yeah. obviously I have a, a feeling for the club now. No, I hear that. Um, did any players like take you under their arm and show you the ropes and stuff like that? Or did you, did you just man up and do it all yourself? No, John, John Terry on the first pre-season tour. Like obviously he's from Barking. So, okay, yeah. yeah, so um, he was kind of cool like to me straight away. But everyone said he's good with like the new players in coming in anyway. But um, he knew I liked to play golf. So when we was in America, he said, oh, let's go golf. So we, uh, me and him and uh, Kudicini, who was the coach at the time, went like golf and we played around the golf in like a, like, it was like a posh golf cl like, club. You, and we was in like just our training kit and everyone's looking at us like, what's that? <laughs> What your Chelsea boys, it? Yeah, well. no, but yeah, they're on that level now where they can kind of like get away with that. But yeah, he was always cool. Like, and even like when I went on loan, he texted me straight away when I was struggling or when I was doing well. He was just always like, was that John Terry, yeah, yeah. Oh, so he was cool. Like, he's a cool guy, very cool guy. I'm a big, I'm a big fashion man, yeah. And when I look at football, and I'm thinking, cool, like, I'll be onto man who dresses shit. When you went in there, who was like best dressed and who or who turned up in some bullshit? That's the thing. So <laughs> I'm talking training because obviously a match stage you wear your tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird because it was like because I was only there for pre-season, there's like four different change rooms there at Chelsea. So it's like I was with the like the players that are just breaking into the team. So I was like Tammy at the time, Tammy's, yeah. um, Tomori's. Um, Masundas people like that yeah. so they was we was all in like our oh, change room not with like the first team because it's like once they know who's there then you go into the okay. so I was never in that in that change room because I was never there after pre-season yeah. I think Germany was the closest when my shirt was printed and then I went on loan oh so you was ready to go yeah into and then room. and then obviously but I even out of that group Surely you're thinking certain man dress. Nah, I think most people dress safe, you know, because it's like, they're all sponsored, isn't it? So they wear like the Adidas track suits or the Nike. No one, I, I've never seen anyone come in like, in like, 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 stuff and you're thinking, nah, nah, you can't wear that. What's that? <laughs> like the colours are mad and all that. Yeah. But yeah, for me, I think it's more when you go on loan and you're in the first team environment then you have obviously the characters like some of the players from Africa and that, that they're dressing like bright colours and yeah. that, 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 that match with sandals and stuff like that and it's crazy um what's the vibe like like everyone looks at Chelsea and you know just think everything should like it's professional da, da, da. is it is it strict and stuff or is it just like you know come here you know what you gotta do and do your job it's not it's, I think it's just like a normal obviously not normal football club because it's got everything there but it's like the core of it is normal but obviously the players there are special. They've got high, high quality players. Yeah. So that's what makes the the training different and, and stuff like that. But the banner and that is similar. Obviously not to the extreme at some of the things you see, obviously non-league or, or in a, like League One or League Two, because yeah. obviously the stuff's worth a bit more. Yeah, so yeah. you're not, you're not going to cut up someone's trainers. You're not going to do stuff because obviously it's a lot worth a lot more money. Yeah. But... Um, or are, it's they, new. are they doing that Chelsea? Yeah, no, no, I'm not, I've not seen, I've not seen that. But obviously, some when you go when I went on league, there was a keeper that wore like the same 
like banged out trainers and like someone said, oh, if you wear that again next game, we're going to cut it up. He wore it next game, just got destroyed. And it's like things like that you don't see because obviously everyone wears new stuff or the stuff's nice. So yeah. it's not going to be obviously banged out. So yeah, little things that you you take for granted, the banner and that, you don't see as much. Obviously the, it's banner, but it's a different type. It's, it's a different type of banner. It's a bit. I hear that. Um, Another loan. You go to Germany. Yeah. Was that a straight yes or did you have to um and ah? Because it's uh, no. So I went to home. yeah. So I went to view the club first, but as soon as I was flying over, like Frankfurt, you fly over the stadium. Yeah. So as soon as I flew over the like, and the person oh, the stadium's just there on the right. I looked at the stadium. I was like, you in a private jet? <laughs> no, no, no. This is a normal flight. Normal <laughs> flight. Um, and uh, yeah, but someone from Frankfurt come with us on the yeah. flight and was just showing us. And once I seen the stadium, I'd even look at the city. I saw the stadium. I was like, "Yeah, I want to play here. Like this would be a very good. I I felt a very good year. The feeling I had of the place and there's people around. I felt yeah, it should be very good. So you go there initially for how long? A season, season long season, loan. Yeah, yeah, season long loan. Did you get sent off your first game? First two games, both sort of straight. So set. yeah, they, like there they do. Um, <laughs> now the, the first game was the two yellow cards. So the, they do like a cup competition first. So yeah. they, it's like the league cup. Oh, it's like FA Cup basically. Okay. So it's the it's the FA Cup, but they start it like that's the first game of the season. Oh, so straight into a cup. Straight game, into yeah. the cup, but they do it. So from League One down, um, if you get drawn against a top like a team above, yeah, you get the home advantage. So the team, the lower team gets home advantage. Yeah, so yeah. they get home advantage no matter what. Okay. Like the draw is. So obviously we draw against a lower team. And um yeah, but this was like think of Millwall times 10 what, fans wise fans wise it's like hooligans it's like there's a crossover between Germany and Poland or something okay, okay. it's like the they said it's like a Nazi part of Germany like oh, the wow. way yeah so, they, the, so the guy was saying to me like um, the translator was saying oh, they might say something racist in the game because it, it gets like that there yeah. but you may not understand it because it'll be in German yeah but or they might make like the noise and stuff yeah. like that and I was thinking is it it can't be like this like but then you get to the stadium, it's mad. Sorry, and, sorry to cut you. Sorry to cut. Yeah. Have you ever experienced any form of racism prior to that? Not saying you. Um, no, nah, we'll not get, we'll not me. That. Not me. Like as in on the pitch. Obviously outside of it, like yeah. driving and stuff like that. But not like as in like someone in the crowd or a player. Nah, I've never. But it was weird because at Sheffield Wednesday, someone got um, caught meant to be racially abusing me. But obviously I didn't hear it because obviously in the crowd. Yeah, but away from home. Was that up at Stoke? Okay. So, but they had they have uh, like obviously playing coast police in the st- in yeah. like in amongst the fans. So they caught him saying something to me, but they said, "Have I heard anything?" Then hear a thing. Mad. So let's go back to Germany. Yeah. So you're gearing up to play this game with potential. You could get potentially racially abused. Yeah. Did you get any? No, no, no. But uh, why did you get sent off? No, the whole game was just hostile from the start. <laughs> the game was just a like our fans are like notorious like ultras. They're okay. like crazy. And obviously these fans are like meant to be the the head of them. So our fans just come in with a big like bomb, like firework. So we're warming up. <laughs> yeah. And there's like probably 2,000 men with like face paint, hoods running, like, and you just hear bang. And then I'm thinking like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> like everyone's jumping and then they think, nah, start throwing fireworks. This is a warm-up. Start throwing fireworks, flares at, what, each, at other. each other. Yeah, at each other. So you're thinking, okay, the game got like um, 
suspended for like another five, ten minutes. Yeah. So we had to like wait in the tunnel. Playing the game now, we, we start playing well, get one new up, I think. Game gets stopped again. They're fighting, they're trying to fight. They're ripping up the stadium. And I'm thinking, this is mad. Obviously, you're built up, like you're getting the adrenaline. Because yeah. like, it's it's, a, it's like 30,000 in like a League One team, but full. You can like, like, just like... And they're chanting the whole game. No matter if they're winning or losing, they're just chanting the whole game. Like, What are you thinking? Like, you're playing? So what's going on? Are you thinking so you're playing, I'm playing, I'm thinking mad. like, this is my first game. Like, I'm playing well. And like, I just make a, just like a normal tackle. But obviously get booked for it. Whereas in England, you probably wouldn't have Yeah, got I wouldn't booked. have got... So like, that's what they... Obviously, after the game, they said like... You just need to calm down with like the type of tackle you make. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes into extra time now. We're winning. The guy goes across, but I make a good tackle, clean, but just aggressive, like a normal. Right? Um, so you lifted him? Yeah, basically. <laughs> but then I get booked again. So obviously I've been, I've been sent off now. So I'm thinking, nah, surely not. My debut, we're winning away from home as well in the cup. And I was thinking, nah, this lost guy on it. We win the game. So everything's cool. Manager talks to me, I need to calm down with the tackles because of like Germany is different. So now we play the first league game I can play. So I was thinking I'm suspended for the league game, but he said, no, no, you can play. So I was like, oh, fine. So everything's cool. Winning 1-0, I think it was against Schalke. Yeah, winning 1-0 against Schalke. Stracker goes through, but he's, as he's gone through, I'm chasing him, but he's slowing down because he's seen me behind him. Yeah. So I've like clipped the back of his heels. Uh, he's gone down. Because it's outside the box, it's a red automatic red card. They said, but they said, if your guy scores, I get one game. If he doesn't score, I get three games. Or hit. if he scores the free kick. Yeah, that's what they said. That's, that's the rule <laughs> in Germany. So I've he's hit the wall, I figured out. Nah. But then almost scored straight after. Yeah. But because he hit the wall, I would have been I got three games automatically. That's mad. That is mad. Um, so my first two games to uh, yeah. How so. did you how did you find being that far away from home obviously you've done the little loans mm. here and there but now you're in a completely different country f thousands of miles away how did you deal with that to be fair i loved it uh germany was like such a like frankfurt itself because of the airport and stuff the people around it they're very uh like they speak obviously very good english every okay. and i go to a restaurant they speak to you in English. Like everyone, even in the club, they want to speak to you in English. They want to show you that they can, they speak, can English. speak English. Yeah, yeah. So like me trying to learn German was kind of impossible because they want to, they want to like show you, oh yeah, I can speak, uh, <laughs> da, 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 like talk to you or what's this in English and little things like that. And it was just like, yeah, I for me, I loved it. I loved the city. I loved the place there. And, and the, the club was really good to me as well. Decent. Let's fast forward a bit. Um, A few more loans again. And then Fulham come knocking. Did you think? Um, did you think I need to go and, you know, I'm tired of the loans. Let me get a permanent move where I can actually play as a first team and a. Yeah, no. For me, it was important because obviously the stage I'm as a man as well. I have a family now, so growing up, you can move around here, then everywhere. But to do that with kids is tough. Like, and I realised that more when I was at Sheffield, because obviously. I was either away from my kid or was driving or on the train. Yeah. With a with a, a child that's under one is it's, it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. And like for him to get into a routine to go nursery and stuff like that, he needs to be at a base somewhere. Yeah. So for me, I was like, okay, I need to, even if it's a team up north or a team down south, I need to find a team that's good for me and a base that I can now play football and and all these loans, all the experience I've been to give it to this team and and yeah 
and to play in that team. And you chose Fulham. It's not not a bad spot to pick in, in the centre of London. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, family settled now, yeah, I take yeah, it? Yeah, no, no. We, I've, I'm from, obviously, from East, but I have a house in Essex, so that's yeah where my base is, my foundation's there. Decent, decent. Um, back in the champ now, well, you used to, you, you, through your loans and stuff, you're used to playing champ. Are you thinking, yeah, this is my time. I'm going to prove that I'm one of the best defenders in the champ. Yeah, no, for me, obviously, um, I couldn't play until Jan. So that was another thing that was like... Why was that? Uh, the paperwork went... So obviously deadline day again. I've oh, done about okay. six deadline day moves. <laughs> but they've all gone through. This is the first time where it was like permanent permanent move. And it like, it messed up. Like, they put it through like five minutes too late. Oh. Because they, I think there was like six players at the time. So I was thinking, oh, if I'm the last player, how's this going to happen? Like... So that didn't go through. So I obviously had to wait until Jan to to play. And um, yeah, for me, I knew that the, the quality I have can help this team uh, obviously get promoted. That was the goal. When I first signed, the, the owner sat, sat me down and said, this is what we want to do. Yeah. We want to get back in the Prem and stay there. That's their, their goal. During that six-month period, what how are you keeping fit? What are you doing? Who are you training with? So uh, full like obviously Scott Parker wanted me to train there. So... He spoke to Chelsea and said, "Like, can we get there? Because of insurance, okay. you, you can't, uh, you can't train there or something like that. So they had to like sign something to say like they will cover anything that ha- goes wrong or yeah. they said like, well, the transfer will go through on Jan, no matter what yeah. kind of thing. And um, yeah, Chelsea obviously agreed to that. So I just trained with Fulham. Uh, what was that? Basically pre-season for six months. <laughs> so yeah, that was a nice spot. Um, promotion with Fulham." Happy days. Yeah, no. Going into the Prem, started off all right and then just kind of like dipped a bit. What? Why do you think that is? Is it you not being able to handle the Prem or is it just just a whole different entity? I know we touched on it earlier, but how are you handling this jump? Because you've wanted to play in the Prem your whole career. Nah, for me, it was just like, I don't know. Like, (sighs) I'm not going to use the fans as like an excuse, but like for me, my best games are in big games. Like all my career, that anytime that I've played in big games, I've always played well. And it's like I've got to the Prem now, and everything I dreamed of in the, from the Premier League is like games always sold out, that, yeah. crazy. Like obviously not going to be like Germany levels, but it's going to be like sold out. Every yeah. every team you go to is going to be sold out. Um, the cameras and at the just everything about the Premier League, what everyone loves about it. And then it's like, you get there and it's just like empty stadiums. It was just weird. Like for me, and that's when I realised, I was thinking like, you need to kind of, but then it was kind of like, I've already had the team now when I realised that. Yeah. And it's like, now now that I've come out of the team and I've not been playing for like the last month or so, I've realised that I had to get myself going. The same way I got myself going for the Wembley yeah. game. Yeah. That's what I needed to do before. You can't rely on the fans to to get you up for the game. You need to get yourself up because you need to realise how important it is. But I just realised, I just thought that I've got to this, like where I wanted to get to and it wasn't like, it's not how it, it I pictured it yeah. growing up. And that's the thing that... Is it that much of a difference? The quality? No, just like not having fans there because it's still the same quality on the pitch. Yeah. But not f- no fans, I surely think it's, it's a bit the... more relaxing. <laughs> Yeah, but for but for me, like I need that adrenaline. I need that okay, that okay. that rush of the fans. Whereas it's it's like a training game. It, that's what every game just feels like a training game. It feels like it's behind closed doors. 
like a preseason, you know, like in games when they play in, in national duty, yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like us against, and they play there, some of the players that have not gone away with yeah. international, like on the national break. That's how it feels like every game. Only until you go after the game and obviously you see everyone like match of the day and, and this and the other talking about it. But yeah. there's no atmosphere in the game. Like you have to basically create your own atmosphere. And I think that's what we did, did well last season, like after the lockdown. Yeah. And we obviously not done that well enough because obviously you're expecting now people to come to Fulham and, and obviously it's not going to be like um, like going to Burnley or going to like where it's horrible yeah. but the fans help you in a way where it's like make it a little bit uncomfortable for the, the team that's coming whereas now teams come here it's nice they're going to come to London and play and, and it'll be a nice game where yeah. you don't really want that as a team coming up you want it to be horrible for any team that comes there you want it to be horrible no, I hear that um, let's talk Jamaica now <laughs> representing your national team how did that come about? Uh, obviously my dad's fully Jamaican and my mum's half uh, Jamaican half English um, but from growing up my dad's always wanted me to play for Jamaica okay he, he the funny thing he played cricket for England like youth <laughs> growing up and he said he wished he never like he okay. wished he never did so that's another thing why he probably was so hard on me to steer me towards playing for Jamaica like, so how did the call come about who like who calls you uh, a few you, of the boys from Reading were playing for Jamaica at oh, the time and then they said, no, so they were like yeah like you, you, we, we want you to play and then obviously it was just sorting out the passport but obviously because my grandparents have passed it was tough to get their paperwork because obviously they've come over okay. from Jamaica and, and obviously you know what's happened all their yeah. stuff's gone so it's like finding that the, the birth certificate death certificate and all that was just a bit yeah it was oh, a bit serious? mad like, so hard, it took yeah, yeah it took it's, I probably took like a year maybe 18 months to sort it out properly wow I didn't even know all of that I thought yeah. it was just literally yeah no that's what you think you think it but that's if you've not got the passport cause I, I didn't have a Jamaican passport okay, I only had yeah, a UK yeah. passport so for some of the players that's how it's like and that's what we're finding out now as well with players starting a bit later because they've tried to be in the two year process to oh, get a, makes sense no it makes sense process, uh, so when you finally go out there what's your thoughts like what's the hotels like what's the, what's that the playing quality like uh, the standard of players is, is actually decent like they're actually they're very good but it's just their their football knowledge their understanding a certain situation in the game like so staff or players uh, both to be fair both like some staff want you to just like they think you should be four or five no up <laughs> you're playing against like a team that you're better than yeah you should be four or five no up no matter what thinking like okay but they've now parked 11 players behind the ball what, like how we break them down scored a goal like just like they expect like me going as a centre back they expect me because I'm at, from at Chelsea yeah they expect me to get the ball dribble through everyone <laughs> and score it so is that the mentality they got yeah some like some of the people it's yeah. like that obviously some of the coaches they understand a bit more so you can work with that a bit more but obviously some of the, the mentality the people there they're thinking oh, okay <laughs> you're a big player, you need to do big things kind of thing. And like, you should bring this team up with you no matter what. Throughout all of this, you keep saying you've, your goal was to make it to the Prem. Did you write stuff down? Did you have like a vision board or something to like to yeah. say, right, I'm here now, da, 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 da. Yeah, when I first, uh, I was at Reading, we had to like make short, medium and long Term like targets. What the club insist in, installed that? No, they just they basically like I was seeing like a psychiatrist, like lady, and she just said like it's better to if you have goals you can 
like visually see if you're ticking it off yeah. or not like if you're on what you can do to get to them goals and um it don't have to be like it could be with football but it can also be outside of football yeah. like um having a house or doing like a business plan or stuff like that as well so um yeah i've done like obviously short-term goals um was like to play a certain amount of games at reading yeah uh uh yeah short-term goals to play medium-term goals was like to start a family ha have a house um um play obviously for jamaica and stuff like that and um yeah for me obviously long term was obviously playing a prem um obviously trying to play in europe that's that's a tough one but yeah. um but yeah no for me these things were important because obviously without a goal it's like what you you're just basically just ticking off days and yeah. it, for me it was important to to set these targets out and and yeah to try and fulfill them each day football seems like a a luxury job and I'm kind of glad you've kind of simplified it and given yourself tasks to do that I think that's something players younger players that are coming up should should do really and it seems like you've ticked off your short term and your middle term goals and you're just trying to get into Europe now but good luck mate no I appreciate it uh, thanks for coming on man your story's your story's amazing your journey's good and I wish you luck in the future man no, I appreciate it Cool. Um, quick fire round. Best player you played with? Oh. You've been at Chelsea as well, so think hard. I'll say Hazard, didn't I? Yeah, Hazard from the Best manager you've had? To play, like, playing under, I'll say um, Steve Clark. Worst trainer? Worst trainer. Does it have to be like the worst footballer? Just yeah, someone... no, someone who's like yeah. bad at training. Yeah, 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 I'm trying to think. There's been some bad trainers I've had. Um, Al Habzi, the goalkeeper. Ali Al Habzi, but he in the in the in the winter, this guy didn't want to like. Serious? Do you yeah, want to say his that? hands were like yeah, it's mad. But he's a good guy, very good guy, very good guy. <laughs> Best stadium you've played in? Uh, Bayern Munich Stadium's mad. Yeah. The their new like the new one, the uh, Allianz Arena. Decent, mad, decent. Yeah, um, changing room clown. There's a guy called Sam Deering, yeah, from when I was at Barnet. Yeah. Non-league legend now, but. <laughs> This guy is mad. Yeah. yeah. And I'll never forget him. Yeah. Never forget him. Decent. Um, player you've played with that's most likely to be a manager? Mm, Kevin McDonald. Now that I follow him. Okay. Like he's doing his coaching badge as well. So we see him, yeah. Best atmosphere? It's got to be a Frank, the Frank, the, the cup final, German cup final. Uh, at the time, you, when you're going in a game, you're like in the zone in it. Yeah. And I watch videos back and stuff, and it just looks mad. Decent. So yeah. Most money spent on a night out. Uh, about two hundred pound, Lasiguanas. <laughs> <laughs> Cocktails, it. But I don't get free. <laughs> <laughs> Big Chelsea player just doing up Lasiguanas. <laughs> I've seen it all there. Um, best fancy dress outfit you've seen. Ooh. 
Nah, it's got to be. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the worst. It's got to be Jamie Mackey. He dressed like a cheerleader in, in Ireland at Reading. It was mad. <laughs> like, yeah, it was mad. That's Biggest like. fine you've paid. <sighs> I can't even. 10,000 euros. For what? Late to training, Germany. Mad. Mad. Most memorable moment? Uh, Promotion. Like football, as you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, promotion to... The Premier. Premier League, yeah, Wembley. Um, what would you have been if you wasn't a footballer? Don't say cricket. Nah, no, I, I, I can never lie. I wouldn't. I couldn't play cricket. Like, <laughs> this game's too. I don't even know. You know, I, I was. I was thinking. I was thinking that before. I don't know. I actually don't know. Like maybe saying, like a coach or something. But I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have loved to do it. Like it just would have been a job. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah. And biggest regret. Biggest regret. Never playing at Upton Park. Local, innit? Yeah, that's like, I've always wanted to like play there and walk home. That was like the one thing that I regret, like that's the only regret I have in football because like, the stadium went before I got a chance to play there. So yeah, for me, Upton Park, not be able to play there. Decent, decent. Thanks for that, man. Thank you for sitting on the Judy. Judy.